you know, there could have been a previous lifetime where you, your son was your parent and where your dog was like connected with you in some way, because we, that's what happens. We, we, a lot of times with family members, it's like, we come from a similar soul group, how someone appears to us in this lifetime, we could have been the opposite in that lifetime. And so it's knowing and, and providing, you know, remembering to have forgiveness for those people who we choose, you know, we choose our family right before coming in. And so a lot of times, you know, getting into some forgiveness is that we have to forgive those for not being who and what we needed them to be. And that the forgiveness aspect can set you free and you can learn, you know, rather than, than becoming a victim, you know, why is this person doing this to me? Why, are, why is that is like, instead of, of getting into that mentality of going, how, how, what am I learning from this person? What is my soul? Why did my soul choose this to learn mm -hmm. from this mm -hmm. person? What gets us through this crazy hockey journey is our amazing community of women. Inspired by our online network, Breaking the Ice is a platform created to connect us even more as we share our stories, our passions, our tips, tricks, do's and don'ts for all things hockey, and so much more. For hockey expats, buy hockey expats. So lace them up and tune in for a new episode every Wednesday. Hello, this is such a fun episode today and it's so fascinating. I posted on Instagram asking if any of you guys knew of any intuitives, astrologers, mediums. I thought it would make for such a unique and interesting conversation and someone actually referred Jamie to me and said that they've been following her on Instagram and she's amazing and she's an intuitive and I had to connect with her. So I looked her up, I instantly messaged her and she was down to come on the podcast. So I was thrilled because it's something that I've always been really interested in. You know, I've gotten a lot of readings in my life just kind of for fun and for clarity. And the last two birthdays of mine, I decided that every year for my birthday, I'm going to treat myself to an intuitive reading. I think that it can provide a lot of healing. And if you've never had one before, I know it can feel intimidating or you might be scared because you don't know what to expect. But Jamie answered literally all of my questions that I could think of, or maybe I've heard other opinions from people about going to an intuitive that I asked her as well. So I really just kind of put it all on the table and she answered everything perfectly. She provided so much clarity just about going to an intuitive and how you need to go to someone that, you know, you trust and you know, knows what they're doing and you know that they have pure intentions that are, you know, for your highest self. So I had a feeling that we would talk for a really long time because, again, this is just so, so interesting to me. And we did. We talked for, I think it was like two hours. So this is going to be a two-part episode, but I know you guys will be so excited because it's just so good. It keeps you hooked and wanting to learn more. So this first part of the episode is kind of just a conversation about how she got into this line of work and talking about her psychic abilities and how she's kind of become in tune with a lot of different aspects of it. So like she can connect with her future spirit babies, which is 
unreal to me. And we talk a little bit about how you choose soul contracts with people. So the people that are in your life, your family, your chosen family, that they can travel with you throughout several lifetimes. So it's just like mind blowing stuff. I literally could probably talk to her for like 10 hours straight and just ask a million questions. So that's this first part of the episode and kind of get you to get you kind of learning more about her and what she does. And then the second part of the episode, she actually did a collective reading for our hockey community. So she explains what a collective reading is. And she also does a mini reading on me. And she was able to connect with my grandma who passed away um, back. I think she passed away in August. So we were over here already. And so she came through in the reading and some other things that also came up. So I'm so excited for this episode. I cannot wait to hear what you guys think. Jamie also offers private sessions, obviously. So you need to check out her website. I'm for sure going to her for a reading because I just want to hear more. Enjoy this episode, share to your story, give her a follow on Instagram, and we'll see you next week for part two. All right, Jamie, I am so excited to talk to you. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm so excited to talk to you. I just feel like we're going to be talking for so long and I'm excited. I know, me too. To start off, I'd love to hear a little bit about how your journey began and how your psychic abilities came to be. Okay, so I just want to start this off by saying that like everyone's psychic. Everyone has these abilities and it's really just, it's like a muscle. It's, it's just, you develop it. And, you know, if someone were, if I were to tell myself four years ago or five years ago, if I, that I would be doing this work, I would absolutely laugh in your face. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, this was not something that I like grew up with in childhood or like, you know what I mean? It was like, but looking back, I always kind of was intuitive, but like my family's not spiritual. I didn't come from that, that kind of open-minded spiritual kind of family. I was, I, so it, this wasn't like a learned thing or was never supported. And so really, I guess how this all started was, you know, at the time, you know, I was in my like mid twenties and my husband and I, you know, my boyfriend, now husband, Darcy, you know, we had, we had, you know, been dating, he long distance, you know how it is. We were long distance for a couple of years. The first year he was in New York and I was, I was in Winnipeg where we're both from. And then the following year, he was kind of deciding to go to Europe and waiting kind of on a contract. And I was, you know, going to school. I was, you know, working at a really good job and, um, you know, kind of thought I would take that like corporate route. I thought that was going to be my path. And, um, you know, going, you know, going out a lot as you do when you're, you know, in your mid twenties. And I was hanging out with a lot of, you know, friend groups that were sort of dramatic friend groups. You know, there's a lot of things in my life that were just not aligned. And so I really went through like such a deep, dark depression and anxiety. And it was like one of the hardest experiences I've been through. And I had been through like a depressed, like a depression when I was about 15, 14 years old. 
Um, but this was like, I just, something wasn't right. My anxiety was over consuming and, you know, I felt, you know, and that's when, that's sort of when I started to, you know, knew that like, there was something bigger for me out there. You know, I no longer wanted to live my life with this, with this, it's, you know, struggling or, you know, I wanted to live in joy. Right. I wanted to, so it was really like, you know, I was experiencing just such a dark, dark night of the soul, you know, was really, I just remember it feeling like such a dark winter. And so at that point, you know, I started to slowly break away from, you know, things and experiences that were no longer serving me. And, and that's when I started to do a lot more personal development. And I knew that like the following year, when my husband was going to Europe, I knew I was like, I'm coming with you. Like, I just, I need to sort of break away from this environment. And so it really started, started to pick up. And when we were in Norway, I started to really meditate every day. I started to really put into practice the books that I was reading. I started to really dive deeper and go deeper on a spiritual path. And I, and that's when I started to go, okay, what's next for me? I know, I know I wanted to be my own boss. I knew that like, I wanted to follow what lit me up. And so I started to kind of decide like, and learn and, and grow in that way. And, and that's when I started to, when I started to meditate every day, I would really start to feel energies and I was able to, to really work through some deeper things that I was going through. And then afterwards, you know, we, after Norway, we moved to Vancouver and um, that's when I started to like really take, start to take a lot of courses. So I deep dove into like yoga and, you know, yoga psychology was a course that I took and, you know, did, did different workshops and really started to, um, you know, try different modalities as a way to heal myself. And, you know, I was really going through such a huge awakening, right? Um, and that's when I started to go to different psychics and healers and, and they would always, they would all kind of tell me like, you're psychic, you're, you're going to be doing this work. And I was like, what? <laughs> no way. And they're like, you know, yeah, you could probably do a reading on me right now. And so I was like, uh, I like, I don't know how to do that. And they're like, I'll show you. And so I ended up like, this happened a few times to me, um, where I ended up doing a reading on the person. Like I would just sit there and I wow. ended up doing a reading on them. And so from there, that's when I started to, you know, I started to, you know, take psychic development courses. I dove, I dove into like Reiki. I actually call it like I went on a little spiritual seeking bender as a way to like heal myself and also a way to learn. So I went, I did Reiki, I did healing, I deep dove into, you know, psychic development, channeling, belief work. Um and all these different modalities. And, you know, that's sort of where these gifts started to emerge is when I did my own deep healing and I worked through, you know, sort of letting go of a lot of things that were no longer aligned as a way to heal myself. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started having this huge opening and, and really knew that it was time to step into this work. So it took me a really long time because I was, you know, I was terrified of what people would think. So I hid this from so many people for a really long time. It wasn't until like pretty recently until I really started to come out with it more. But like, 
at the time it was like, my husband was the only one that really knew. And, and of course, people who I was like practicing or doing like little readings on, um, knew as well. But like, I was so scared of what people would think because like, are people going to think I'm crazy? Like, what, (laughs) what are they, you know, what does this mean? You know, all those little things that come up. Yeah. Um, Well, and like, sorry to interrupt you, but I think that there's people that really just don't, they shut themselves off to that completely to the point where it sounds crazy. Like, does that make sense? Like, like they think, oh, that, that is crazy. That is so weird. That is so like that, that's, that's not real, you know, but it is, but they're just like, so shut off to it that they don't even want to think that there's any sort of like, I don't even know the words that I'm trying to say, like there, that there's psychic abilities or that there's like another side that you can connect with people. And so it, it seems so foreign to people. I think that they can't even wrap their head around it, that they would maybe place judgment on you, but they're just not awakened, I guess. They're just not awakened or open to it, right? Yeah, they, exactly. You know, when you don't believe in anything, you know, bigger, you become obsessed with the reality that you see, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people are sort of waking up and they're sort of beginning to get curious about all these different, you know, you know, realizing that there's something bigger, right? And sorry, I feel like I could ask you like a million questions, but also to go off of that, I think there are people that like I've heard, cause I've always like loved going to intuitives and just like getting a reading. I'm fascinated by it. But I think when I, like I've told some friends, oh, I do this, or I went to a medium or I went to an intuitive and they'll be like, oh, I heard that opens bad doors. Like, what would you say to people that think that? Um, opens bad doors. Interesting. Like, have you heard that before? No, I I haven't heard that before. Like opens bad doors in the sense of like, it could open up, like, like if say I went to you for a reading and you read me, then like people are worried about like getting haunted or like people coming through and they don't want them to like, that's sorry. That's what I mean. I should have clarified that. But like, how would you explain that? Like if someone came to you and been like, I'm scared of this happening. Right. So what I always say is that I always connect with the highest light. So I never connect with lower vibrational energy. It's always, I always set in place that I'm connecting with the highest light, highest vibration of love and light for the highest good. And there's, you know, this is why it's really important to know and make sure that you're going to someone who, you know, is, is putting these boundaries in place, right? You know, I've never actually had experiences with darker energy. I know a lot of people have, but I personally haven't because I've always had that boundary and it's really important to have that boundary. And as, you know, as an energetic practitioner, this is my, my belief is that it's really important to, you know, make sure you're doing your own inner work constantly, making sure you're taking care of your body and, you know, because you, you want to make sure that you're going to someone who is in, 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 in integrity as well. Right. Mm -hmm. That totally makes sense. Yeah. And so, you know, I always say that like, nothing scary is going to come through. It's always for your best and highest good. And the information that I like, I channel from is usually it's here to guide and empower you in the present moment. And so with that being said, it's like, I know a lot of people, like a lot of people come to me and it's their first time going to readings and they're like, 
terrified of like, what's going to come up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, don't worry. Like, this is, <laughs> this is fine. Like, don't, like, I know it's nervous to be, it's, it's okay to be nervous. Like it's normal to be nervous, but like, this is all information that's for your best and highest good. And it's, it's just here to empower you and provide you with clarity and healing around certain issues. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's really, it's not actually scary. It's, it's, pretty normal right so I try to make it pretty you know approachable yeah you You like more than answer my question I think that your answer is like perfect because that's exactly what I would think to explain to people because I've never had a reading where they're like all this like crazy crap's coming up and now like all this stuff it's like no like it's always been like reassuring and validating and like literally what I need to hear and I think that this is like another important point that I I really think is important to share is like being mindful of who you're going to for readings. Like don't just go to anyone, make Mm -hmm. sure that you feel it's a vibrational match for you. And also um, knowing that I feel like a lot of people will go to a psychic and they'll just kind of give all their power away (laughs) to the person. And it's like knowing that you have to do your own discernment. Like if something doesn't feel right, then, then maybe it's not for you and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But like knowing that you, you have to use your discernment with picking up with like what resonates and what doesn't, you know, I've been to, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like on my path, I've been through like weird things with, with different healers or psychics or people in the spiritual community. I've been through some like weird <laughs> things as a way to like, be like, this is what, how not to be, this is yeah. what, not how it is. And like, a way to regain my power back because I feel like, like I've been, I've been to like a reader before and they told me like all this stuff that was just so off, like, you know, and it's, I was like, oh my God, like what? Like, this is <laughs> really like, this feels so like, and I, I remember being in such a spiral over it for so long being like, oh my gosh, like what, what was that? Like, is this going to happen to me? And it was like really terrifying, but then I really, really regained my power and realized, okay, I don't know what kind of energy that person was picking up, but it was not aligned with me in any way. And it's like knowing that you, you have the power, you hold the power in that session. Mm-hmm. If something really doesn't land or really doesn't feel good or feels very fear driven or fear-based. You can let that go. Yeah. You know? Messages That's- from the highest light are going to come to guide and empower you in the present moment. They're not going to put fear on you. That's so funny that you said that because it brings me back to like a reading I got one time and it was just like pretty bizarre. Like the stuff, she, <laughs> the stuff she was saying, I was like, what? Like it was, it was like so woo woo, like that I was not connecting with it at all. And I felt myself just like spacing out during the reading too. Cause I was like, this is like not accurate. Like she'd be like, oh, and like, you're this way. And she would like, tell me things about myself. I'm like, I'm not that way at all. Like, that's not my personality. Like it was just so far off and I felt bad, but I felt like I was almost like, like you said, like agreeing with it because I felt like I was just like going to a psychic and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. (laughs) Like, but actually no, in my head, I'm like, what is she talking about? That's not true. Yeah. And here's the, here's the problem is that a lot of people will go into that situation and believe everything to be true. Mm-hmm. So like, I've, you know, I, I know like friends who have gone to readers and they're like, you're, you're not with the right guy. Like you should break up with him right now. And it's like, now they're like, that's their, her husband. And like, you know oh what I mean? Like, you know, and it's just like, 
let you know what I mean? Like you have to really own your power and be in that situation because a lot of people will take your power away mm-hmm, and, for sure. think and, and sort of like make you, I never like, you can always tell when someone's coming to you and like wanting to get, wanting to get all the answers from you. And they're, I can feel when people are, are putting their power on me and like giving their power away. And then a lot, a lot of times, like I had someone, you know, I was seeing, you know, all these different, um, ideas coming through for them and they're like yes this is like all on but like what do I choose and then from there I was like I actually ended up guiding and empowering them in the moment to make the decision of what was right for them rather than me telling them I didn't want to tell them but I guided and empowered them through like I was channeling so it was like they told me kind of what to do but it was or I was receiving guidance on how to work with her but like then she ended up regaining her power in that moment because she ended up making her own decision and so a lot of you know a lot of times you'll you know especially I just like to talk a little bit about future readings because you know a lot of people want to go and they want to know everything about their future what's going to happen in two years from now five years from now and you know right now the energy that we're in our time is speeding up and things are really shifting quite quickly And just to know that like with a future reading, you know, yes, I pick up on things on the future, but a lot of it was mostly to empower you in the present moment. And yes, there's a lot of future. And I I like to tell people like, I'll like, I'm sharing this as like a future of what I'm seeing with you, but you have to also just like, let this go because this is something that's going to just happen. Right. And you're, and if you sit here and you focus on it, and that's all you can think of, like how I'm going to do that. It's like, you're, you're taking away from the present moment. And also to note that like the amount of time, like that you're getting on a future reading, like if it's from two years from now, that, that is highly probability and subject to change mm-hmm. because this is how quickly timelines sh- can shift. You can either go through a huge period of growth And then that puts you on a whole new timeline, a whole new, you know, probable timeline, future timeline for yourself, or you can go left at a stop sign instead of right. And that alters your course as well. But yeah, so the more time that, that is between now and, and what you're getting, like in a future reading, um, the more it is subject to change Okay. because we have the power to create what we want to experience next. Yeah. You know, it totally makes sense of our realities. Like we, we have, we get to choose. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like I'm someone, when I go get a reading, I'm like, tell me what's happening. Like, like, like I said, I'm like, am I going to have a girl? Like, I just like, it's so fun to know that stuff. But again, it's like so much could change, right? Like it just, I guess yeah. it depends on like the place and the time. And it is funny though. Cause I've heard of like, I can't remember who, I don't know if it was my sister or like a random person, but I remember someone saying that they went to a psychic and they said, you're going to have twins. And like they did. Oh yeah. Is Like, isn't that so crazy? I mean, I don't find it crazy, but yes, it's like they, they're probably just picking up on like the, the spirit babies that are coming through. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we can, um, let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's just get into it. <laughs> let's just get into it. <laughs> so spirit essentially like, you know, I'll just share my experience with my spirit children is that I, I always had a sense of like what I was going to have you know, as we kind of got closer, like I knew I was going to have a girl first. I just knew it. And as we got closer to, you know, 
kind of getting ready to, to call her in, I, I started seeing like, she was right there. Like she would always communicate with me. I was connecting with her and you, you know, everyone has the ability to communicate with their spirit children. And so she was there. I would see signs everywhere. And we already like came up with a name. Like we had come up with names kind of beforehand and the name that we were, um, came up with, I would see it in the weirdest places. Like I would see it on like phone poles, cars would drive by with it. Like right when we were kind of like that waiting period. And it was just, and it's not like a common name. And so she like, and I would see like little, it was weird. Like I would, I would go for walks and I would see like baby soothers on the ground in weird spots, articles of clothing, like baby clothing everywhere. And that's a lot of times when our, when we see signs like that, it's like our spirit children are wanting to communicate with us that like they're getting, they're ready. And I'm like a really big on numbers. Like I see numbers a lot and that I get like a lot of information from numbers. It's like, they're kind of just everywhere for me. And so I would see the number six for my spirit children. That's like her, she was communicating with me with the number six. And I would see it like literally everywhere. I still do whenever I get like kind of nervous or like worried, which happens when you're pregnant, I realize you just kind of, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of worry that happens because there's a lot of fear, you know, is, is my baby okay? And, and there's so much out of your control. I would see six and she just constantly is connecting with me, telling me like, I'm, I'm okay. Like you need to relax essentially. That and so incredible. <laughs> Yeah. And so I, mean, I, I truly I, like have like full body chills right now for me tell, saying all this. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's interesting because I, you know, kind of like mediumship when it comes to spirit children, I was like, I didn't even know that that was like a thing really, just because I'd never really experienced it in, in a reading for myself, but it was like, um, and it's definitely something that like, I would probably resist a little bit too, because I know that when it comes to children and conceiving it's a really 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 triggering topic right and that's just something that I'm like oh nervous to share but it's kind of like mediumship I didn't think I was a medium I didn't think I could connect with people like I was like no way I'm not a medium there's absolutely no way and then of course people started coming into the sessions it was just the way it was right and so with spirit children I um I'll share like a few stories is that I was, you know, someone had come to me for a reading and I was, uh, she asked about her spirit baby and she had been trying for a few years and I kind of just tuned in and I felt like I heard when she was going to conceive, like I heard a date and I saw like the, the, her spirit baby with her. And it was, um, I heard October and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know if I can share this information. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm nervous to share this specific of a date. So I just kind of said, you know, what's coming up within the next few months. Um, I'm not going to share the date that I got, but I just want you to know that it's coming, start, start preparing your body. And with that, like I was really like, that's one session that I just kept thinking about, right? I kept thinking about it. Um, wondering and usually I like let them go I don't really know I kind of forget you know a lot of times what what happens in a session um, because I kind of go into an altered state right but when it came to that one I just kept wondering and one day it was like in October I got a, a DM saying 
Hey, I just want you to let you know I'm pregnant. And then I realized like, she's like, you're like, I'm pregnant still early on, but I just want you to let you know that like, that was accurate. Thank you so much. And so that was like one of those moments, like, whoa, because she had been trying for like three or four years. And so, you know, and this, this kept happening to me, like another person kind of came to me and I was like, there is, you have a spirit baby in your field. They're, they're right there. And it was like, she had, again, a message sent me a message that she ended up having like a baby right away. So it's, it's just like, this is not something that I like seek out. It just kind of started to happen to me. Wow and in readings yeah so I'm talking to you right now like could I say obviously I just had a baby I'm yeah not trying to have another baby anytime soon but would you be able to connect with a spirit like one of my future spirit babies or does it have to be like when you're like are they always there yeah your spirit babies are always there sometimes they're closer to your field when they're getting closer to um when they're getting closer to come into the earth realm. Right. Okay. And so sometimes like they're like right there and mm-hmm. sometimes they're kind of like a bit further away. Mm, okay. So, um, and, and so it's just, you, and I want everyone to know, like you have the ability to connect with your spirit baby. And when, what happens is that like, and this is really important to remember is that your spirit babies, your, your children, they come in when they are ready and it's not when you are you know, and that's really hard for for us to wrap our head around, but like like that, that realm that they come from is such a, it's a very high vibrational realm and it can be really hard to leave this like beautiful nurturing place. It can be really hard to leave, to come to this dense place. Earth is very dense energy, right? Than what they're used to. So sometimes, you know, I always like, like to say is like, you can, you can start to connect with your baby and, you know, reassure them, comfort them, speak to them as if they're right in front of you, because they are, and, and just welcome them in. Is there anything that I need to do to prepare? Or like, how can I, you know what I mean? Just, just nurturing those spirit children so that they are kind of ready and comforted to come in. That's amazing. Do people yeah. ever ask, like, okay, so what if I said, like, what's a sign for my future spirit baby? Like, can you connect to that? Or would you like, is that something I, I would have to connect with? You know, I always like to say that you can create your sign. You know what I mean? Like, even with a passed over loved one or with your spirit baby, you you can connect, you can ask them for a sign. You know, if you're, you know, you can just create what you want to have your sign to be and then just, you know, let go and just watch, watch as that sign will come to you. And if it doesn't come right away, don't get like, don't think that it's not happening, but you'll, you'll, you'll start to see it in weird places. And that can happen with a Passover loved one. Like they love to communicate with us through signs. You know, dimes are a big one. Dimes are like finding dimes or pennies are often a sign that our ancestors are with us or passed over loved one is thinking, thinking about us. Yeah, this is, I was going to ask you. So before I had my son, you know, when you're getting, when you get close to like your due date, you look for any sign that like, when are they coming? Are they coming early? Are they coming late? Are they coming on time? Like, and you start looking for any signs within yourself. Like, is my body preparing for labor? Like that kind of thing. And I was talking to my sister-in-law who's like super spiritual. And she was like, ask your baby for a sign of when he's coming. I was like, okay. She's, and I was like, what do you mean? And she said, well, pick two things. It could be random. Like 
the moon and the sun or something like say whatever you want to ask. So I was like, okay. So I literally picked two random ass things. Like I picked a palm tree and a pineapple. And I was like, (laughs) like, I think that's what it was. I was like, okay, if you're coming late, send me a palm tree. And if you're coming, people listening are like, what the hell done? But then, (laughs) and then if you're coming early, send me a pineapple. And I'm like, okay, sure. And I like closed my eyes and I like tried to manifest it and like actually like try to connect with it. And literally the next day, and I don't know if this is a sign, I'm sure you're going to say it is, but I got like, you know, on Facebook when it says like your memories from like this many years ago or whatever. And I always look at it and I clicked on it and like, literally there was like a picture of a pineapple of something I posted like 10 years ago, showed up on my Facebook timeline. And I was like, what? Like, I didn't even (laughs) realize that it was like that I forgot that I like even did that the day before. And then I remembered and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, would you say that's a sign? Oh my God. Of course there, of course that was a sign They're They're going to communicate with you in a way that you're going to see it. So a lot of times when you're on Instagram and like, this happens to me a lot, like I'll, I'll pop on Instagram or something. And then there'll be like a dolphin right there. I'm like, okay. Cause dolphins are a huge, huge, uh, animal guide for me. Or I'll see like, whenever I'm asking for a sign, there'll be like the sign in the background of a photo. So yes, of course that was, that was a sign for you. They come, you know, you have to let go in the way that, that the signs will come, but the universe will show you the signs. Yeah. Do you ever connect with animals? Okay. Actually, it's funny. My my husband asked me this last night. He's like, so can you like connect with our dog? And I'm like, you know, I haven't really, um, haven't really done that a lot of that, but you know, I'll be out in, in nature and like, I'll, I see a lot of birds or I'll see a lot of like animals out in nature. And I just kind of connect and see, okay, what, what is this animal trying to show me? What, what is the message with this animal? So a lot of times we constantly go to Google to search when really we, we have the answer inside of us. And there's, there's that we, we have to understand that like, everyone's interpretation is what they're receiving, but you have the ability to connect with your own intuition and discover, okay, what does this sign mean to me? What are these number combinations that are, that I'm seeing? What am I getting from that message? Wow. So when it comes to like animal communication, it's not something that I've really explored, but I feel, I mean, I feel such a deep connection to my dog. I feel like I know what he's saying to me, but I don't know if that's like, it's not something I've, I've like, explored like talking to pets or anything like that Mm -hmm. I think that's true I've always thought that like one of my dogs like I've always felt this deep connection with her and I I just like can't even explain it and this might sound crazy to some people but I'm like we have traveled together like in another life and not and not as you're not as my dog like I it's like I can't even explain it like I don't know what she was or what I was but I'm like we have traveled together in a past life like it's just like this deep like she gets me she's very in tune with like my emotions and it's wild oh yeah I it's kind of like your like with spirit children or people in our lives you have a soul contract and you've probably been together in other lifetimes so a lot of times with, with our, you know, I'm just getting into spirit children is like when they have a soul contract 
they have, you know, they, they're coming in with like lessons that they want to learn in this lifetime. And they're picking the two perfect parents that, that you, you have made this unconscious soul contract to, for this child to come into your life. And they're, they're teaching you a lesson just as much as, as you are teaching them lessons. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's often that like, you know, there could have been a previous lifetime where you, your son was your parent. Do you know what wow. I mean? And, and where your dog was like, connected with you in some way because we that's what happens we we a lot of times with family members it's like we come from a similar soul group and you know how someone appears to us in this lifetime we could have been the opposite in that lifetime and so it's knowing and and providing you know remembering to have forgiveness for those people who who you know we choose you know we choose our family right before coming in And so a lot of times, you know, getting into some forgiveness is that we have to forgive those for not being who and what we needed them to be. And that the forgiveness aspect can set you free and you can learn, you know, rather than, than becoming a victim and, you know, why is this person doing this to me? Why, why is that is like, instead of, of getting into that mentality of going, how, how, what am I learning from this person? What is my soul? Why did my soul choose this to learn Mm -hmm. from this person? Yeah. You know, and that's how you want to regain your power back in those situations is like, what did I, why did my soul choose this? You know, because people are just our mirrors for what we, what we feel and how we want to, you know, experience life. It's such a wonderful thought to think that you travel with other members of your family throughout several lifetimes because it's, it's nice to know. And it's nice to like, feel that because when people pass, like you'll see them again, you know, and yeah. but maybe just in a different form. I, I always say that, you know, when passed over loved ones, you know, when they, you know, when people pass the other side, first of all, it's, it's really hard for us to know that like, that was their, their time, you know, that was, that was their time. And, and even when it's like, a death that we can't really understand or process why that happened then, but that was just their time to leave the planet. They didn't, they, some people come here for a short time. Some people come here for a long time and it's really hard to, it's really hard to wrap our heads around that, but it's their soul's journey. And, um, they're not, you know, they're not dead. They just change form. And, you know, I, it's, it might sound really weird, but I actually have a closer relationship with a grandmother that I have now than I did when I was, when she was alive. She's, wow. Yeah. And so it's, it's interesting when you start to, you know, we, we all have this ability. We can all connect with, with those that we are, you know, our Passover loved ones and our spirit children and just start with like asking for a sign. I'm going to do this. I'm going to try. I'm going to attempt. I feel like sometimes I get like distracted or I'm like, uh, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I even question those things. You know what I mean? Like I'll like get a sign and I know it's a sign, but then I'm like, man, that's just my imagination. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then you're, you're, then they keep showing you signs and you're like, oh, whatever. It's like, when are you going to listen to the signs? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? exactly. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like we second guess and we, you know, and this is like, the work I do and, you know, why it can be so difficult for like a lot of intuitives or people to step into this is because you're trusting and believing in something that doesn't exist. And we are so addicted to proof. We need proof. We need, you know, and in the, you know, in this, in this realm or, you know, magic, 
and logic don't mix. Mm -hmm. And so, so that's just something to know and like trusting in your intuition, even when it doesn't make sense, you know, but going for it anyway. Yeah. But do you ever sense things when you're like out in public, like at the grocery store and like you connect with someone's grandma and like, do you ever tell them? Oh yeah. Okay. So with this is like the first thing that I was really taught is energetic boundaries. Okay. So I'm not like, I don't go and tap into other people's energy without their permission. Okay. I think that's incredibly unethical for, for that to happen. I think, you know, there's different people that maybe do that. I think it creates weird karma. And I just think it's really invasive to tap into other people's energy without their permission. So I feel like, I feel like there's probably a lot of people who, who come around, like now that I've kind of stepped out and I'm really open with this, it's like, I feel like there's probably people who are like, oh my God, is she like reading me right now? (laughs) It's like, no, I'm not reading you. It's like, I, I don't tap into people's energy without their permission. However, there are times where like, I'll get a download for someone, but I'm not like reading them. It will be like a a download or a thought. And then from there, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of like decide whether, whether it's um, appropriate or part of their growth for me to going to benefit their growth for me to tell them or not. But when it comes to like going out in public, I, I've really tried to, you know, I try to have that again, those energetic boundaries Mm -hmm. with spirit realm as well but um that's good yeah you know it's funny though when I when I was sort of uh before I even knew all of this stuff and uh, you know as I said before I was like hanging out with you know toxic friendships and you know groups of girls that were there was a lot of drama um I remember being so deeply uncomfortable because I would pick up on things that no one else could see and I would feel everything. And it was like, I just knew things without even knowing why. And that created a lot of anxiety within me because I would go and step into the room and be like, what is going on here? Why does this person hate that person? What, what like, but pretends they like them. Like what is really going on here? And that was like experiencing, you know, spiritual gifts and all of these without having boundaries because I would take it on as my own mm-hmm. I would take on other people's energy and think it was me. Yeah. And so, you know, now I realize none of that was me, but it was like, I always had this, I would know things about people without knowing why. And it was like, I could see, you know, part of it, I could see where people are holding themselves back and sort of what their higher purpose is. And I feel like that's like a lot of what I do is like, I can just kind of see, and, and that sort of something that, that I, kind of knew about or didn't know that that's what that was then but I just was like why do I know this stuff like you know without even knowing that that was part of these gifts that I have yeah that's good I feel like people think of like Teresa Caputo do you know who that is like the like lady on tv that goes up to people at like the hair salon she's like oh my gosh like your grandma's coming through like I guess I was just curious like if it would come through for everyone because that would be so overwhelming to just have constant people coming through and that makes sense that you'd have to have those boundaries in order to to go about your life exactly you have to kind of be like nope not right now Mm -hmm. and 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 kind of move forward you know mediumship it's like that that that's something that I'm kind of like it happens it happens sometimes in a session but it's not something that like I try to seek out do you know what I mean like I just 
they just, if a spirit wants to come in, then they'll come in. Yeah. Like me asking you that, then you, then you were like, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, if they want to come in, they'll come in. But like, um, I think a lot of people might go to certain mediums and they want to connect with this one person. They're super attached to it. And that it doesn't always happen that way. Right. Mm -hmm. And I I think it's also knowing that like, yeah, I I don't, I think that would be really invasive for me to go up to people. Because some people are probably like, you're no, like you're crazy. Like people that, like I said, are completely closed off to it would not be receptive to it at all. But then you come across someone like me who loves this stuff. And I'd be like, tell me more. Let's go sit on a bench and talk about it. (laughs) Exactly. And you kind of know, you can kind of know when people are opened and when people are kind of closed off to things. And, and it's for sure that that boundary is like, is this going to inhibit their growth? And there, and, and like a lot of times with, with, with guidance that comes in is that people want certain questions answered. And if I don't receive an answer for it, it's because if I were to tell them it would inhibit their growth and they're, it's something that they're actually working through and learning. So if, if you go to like a different psychic or whatever, and, and, and they don't have an answer for you, it's because it's, it's probably really important for your growth to go through that. Mm-hmm. And they would be hearing. So a lot of times the spirit realm, they won't give us all the answers, right? It's amazing. I like, seriously, I'm so fascinated by all this stuff and I'm just like mesmerized. I'm like, oh my gosh. Cause I can just like ask questions all day. And, and like, for me, I've always felt intuitive, but I don't know. I would never call myself like psychic. I mean, I think that now that I'm like a little bit more interested and open to that thing, I've noticed things more, but I've always get these like strong feelings in my guts. And a lot of it's about like people. And I've always wondered like, oh, is that just because I have a guard up? But it's like, I feel like I get, I'm have really strong intuition about people. Like if I meet someone, I'm like, I don't really trust this person. Or like, I, this is someone I can trust and like, they're going to be in my life. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. Something that you need to uh, really remember is that you have to trust what, what you feel beyond, beyond appearances or without knowing why Mm -hmm. you have that, you know, that that human detector right there. And that's your intuition. And when something feels off or doesn't feel right, it may not make sense, but you have to trust that, that you're, you're um, receiving information accurately, you know, interesting, you know, so really trust, trust in what you feel from other people without knowing why. And, you know, you know, the difference between who feels good and who doesn't feel good Mm -hmm. by the way you feel. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you don't, sometimes you like probably want to have that proof, but you're not going to have that proof. It's just like, this person is like a, no, it's not a vibrational match. And like, um, and just to really trust in that and wow. really pay attention, you know, pay attention to, um, when you're around certain people and some people feel really good and you feel really good after. And then some people it's like, you feel kind of drained or you don't feel good after mm-hmm. and just trust that because those are not your people yeah that's such a good point because I feel like I don't know I'm sure other people can relate to this but there's definitely people that are like energy suckers and like Mm -hmm. there's times where like I would like hang out with friends and like would leave that interaction just feeling like oh you know tired and I'm just like don't want to talk to anyone the rest of the day and I maybe 
place the blame on just like me. Oh, now I'm just tired or now I'm just this, but it was like really that person just like sucking my energy. But it's like, I feel like if you really pay attention and notice, like, like you said, how you feel when you're hanging out with people, it's going to become like really clear who's not aligned with you and your higher vibration. Or when someone's like, you're leaking your energy to someone else and there there's an energetic imbalance there. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like, sorry, you're such a, you're such a giver. Like you give, 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 and people kind of take, take, take. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're wanting to have those relationships that are more reciprocal and balanced. Yeah, for sure. Having boundaries for yourself is important. Um, And also knowing that like, when you walk in, like, I'm just giving an example to people, like a lot of people, it's just, I'm seeing a lot of people are just so energetically open that when they go into like a grocery store, for example, they're walking around with other people's stuff. So when you walk into a grocery store and then you start feeling anxiety or you start having these thoughts or beliefs that really you're like, where did this come from? And then you walk out and you're like, all of a sudden I was feeling fine. And now I have all this anxiety. It's probably a really good sign that you've picked up other people's energy because you're energetically open. Mm -hmm. And with you and a lot of people who are listening to this, who maybe have big platforms or on Instagram a lot, it's really important to um, know energetic boundaries. And so what you can do to, to help clear your energy and, and, and have that protection is you can imagine that there's like a waterfall of white light. And this is sort of like taking an energetic shower and it's moving through your head, allowing it to move through your entire body, all the way through your body, down out your, um, out your, the bottoms of your feet and out of your fingertips. And just like having this like moment where just letting the energy run through you. And what you can do is you can either send any sort of dense energy, old energy, foreign energy down down to the center of the earth or you can um, imagine that there's like a vacuum or a tunnel of light that's sucking up the energy out into the infinite to be transmuted into into light and then after you've done that you can put on imagine yourself in the center of an energetic bubble and so doing that regularly before you kind of go out in public or before you like you know before you head on Instagram or things like that, or can really, really be helpful in protecting your energy, as well as, you know, if you feel like you're, you're going into a situation where you feel like you need a little bit more protection, uh, cover yourself, imagine yourself in a blue light as well. Blue's really protecting and healing. So those are just kind of things that you can do to kind of like maintain your, your energetic boundaries. Yeah. Those are really good tips. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You, and I hope you know, like how amazing you are, because I feel like you are just like such a calm presence. And I just feel like so easy at ease with you. Like, I feel like I've known you for so much longer than I actually have. Like, I just feel so comfortable and you're just like, you're very nurturing and I can just tell like, you're going to be such a good mom. And I'm so happy that we were able to connect. Oh, me too. I'm, I'm yeah, I was so excited. It's like th- when we met, it was like, we're just like, could talk forever. <laughs> exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? It's definitely like a, a kindred spirit or a soul connection there. Yeah. And I'm like looking at the time, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is for sure going to be a two-part episode because how could it not be? Because I knew this was going to happen. But I do want to talk about your services um, and like 
how people can connect with you. I know that you offer like a mentorship and just like if someone wants to book a session with you, like where can they find all that and um, any information you want to add? Yeah. So you can find me at, you know, either my website, jamiezajak.com, or you can find me through Instagram. Um, yeah. So I have like for my one-off sessions, I have, you know, a 60 minute and a 30 minute session, uh, channeled guidance, guidance session. Um, and as for like mentorships, I have sort of like, um, a one-on-one spiritual mentorship. So based on kind of what comes through in a reading, you'll be given sort of, you know, exercises and things to work on in between each one. And there's, so we'll be together for, you know, working together six sessions over the course of like three, three months. And that's one of my mentorships as well as this one I'm really passionate about is called um, Activate Your Channel. So it's really, um, it's really geared at teaching people how to channel and, you know, get more in touch with their intuitive gifts and abilities and also overcome, you know, some fears and doubts about themselves. And, um, you know, that, that mentorship, I have people who have never, you know, never taken or never don't really know anything about this. I have people doing that. And I have also people who are like aspiring to be spiritual entrepreneurs, but they're kind of like stuck in sort of some doubt and just, you know what I mean? Holding themselves back. So it's sort of open to two different kind of types of people. Yeah. But really it's like, I created that because it's like, I went through, you know, I learned from so many different people and I found that like how other people were teaching it, it's like not how I did it. Or it was like, I I feel like it was a lot more simpler than the way I've been taught. I feel like I would just like run my head against the whole, like doing it their way just didn't work for me. And so I found that like, you know, through my own connection, it was like a lot more simpler and easier than than I had, you know, been taught. Well, you created what you probably needed. Yeah, exactly. And so absolutely. And so what I, you know, it's just, everyone has this ability to connect and that, and when you're connecting with this energy, it's just such beautiful, high vibrational energy. And I just want everyone to experience that and to know that like, we have all the answers inside of us, but we give, you know, we give our power away so easily but you, we all have this ability to connect and to trust in our own inner wisdom because all the answers are there. It just sometimes takes getting quiet, Mm -hmm. tuning out the noise, clearing out all these old layers to really listen in and trust in that, in, in, in that mess, in the messages that you're receiving. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And here is a little sneak peek for part two that's going to be coming out next week. Is there a grand, like a grandmother that you were close to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Past? Mm-hmm. Recently. Mm. Oh my gosh. I just feel like she's just such a loving, beautiful presence. Was she sort of like a really big sort of mother figure to you? Like you two were very, very close. And oh. I just, she is, there's so much, I feel like I'm going to get emotional, but there's so much love coming through for you. And she's with you. Um, She's with you and you, you can talk to her. You can have a sign with her. And she just kind of wants you to know that she's around and that she's proud of you and, and knows that she's, she's, she's 
doing great. You know what I mean? And, and I know that maybe it's really hard for you because you, she isn't really around for you to be a mother and you really wanted, did she meet your son? No. Right. Mm -mm, No. Yeah. And that's sort of something that's really hard for you because she didn't really get to see you have your, be a mother and, and meet your boy, but just know that she's, she's, she's seen you. She's just in another form. Okay? Yeah. And, and just knowing that she's, she's with you and, and she's, she's there, she's around and, and she didn't miss out on that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, so um, that there's just so much, she is such a beautiful, loving energy and she's just Hi there. If you're still listening, please take two seconds to subscribe, rate, and review. Have a great day.